This is the best, 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 best practices in education and Odyssey School podcast. Let's fly away in a cloud. This podcast aims to offer professional resources, practical tools, and inspiring conversations to teachers and parents in their quest for excellent education. And the trees are rainbow, and you'll see the corn every now and then because that's not weird at all. Welcome to Best Practices, an Odyssey School podcast. My name is Corey Adams, and I'll be your host. Today, we are joined by Intermediate Program Director Alex Aaron. Alex has been with us before and having taught in a variety of classrooms since 2010, from outdoor ed on work boats to public schools in the inner city, Alex is continuing to learn and develop engaging hands-on science curriculum for her students. Alex, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So your best practice today is about finding time through organization, and this is a topic I know is near and dear to your heart. So tell us everything we need to know about getting organized. 100%. Well, organization, first of all, is just key to being less stressed and better prepared in every facet of life. That's my personal belief, and I try and share it with everyone around me. Um, So specifically in school, um, I really picked up Marie Kondo. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's got this amazing um, strategy. Everyone has heard of Marie Kondo. (laughs) But I took that not only for my own personal dresser at home, but also for my classroom. So Mm -hmm. I have a bin for every single paper. My students know exactly where to go to pick up any resource in my space. My science closet is so full, but it's so well labeled. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My classroom, I also make sure to keep a subfolder right by the door that has rosters and parent phone numbers and emergency lessons. So I don't ever have to stress if I can't make it into work one day. I know there's always something there for for my students to be taken care of. Um, so what I'm hearing is the first thing is simplify your things, simplify. your space. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and it also takes a lot of front loading. So I find that most of orientation over the summer is really reorganizing my space to fit what works for me right now, because that mm-hmm. changes too. Sure. Um, so, so that's been huge. Um, coming down a little bit, uh, I really love to make sure my students are engaged in the process as well. So uh-huh. we have a really awesome class job board list um, where every kid is responsible for something at the end of the day to make sure our space ends up just as beautiful as it started. Um, so when you do class jobs, are you using them inside each changing class period or do you do it at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day? We usually do it at the end of the day, but we're really excited. We actually just got some, (laughs) an awesome new form of class jobs from the cult of pedagogy Mm -hmm. about, um, revamping class jobs. So on Wednesday mornings, we have a nice long period for class meetings, which is a really beautiful time to meet as a class, cover the issues we we need to. Um, But it was taking up a lot of teacher time. So I took this inspiration and I created new jobs um, where our students now get to choose what job they want to do in the morning. We have a class DJ who plays 
beautiful music. It's so cool. <laughs> awesome. Middle school taste in music is there. It's such a wide variety. It's mm. it's really stellar. Um, <laughs> so they're creating the environment. Exactly. And mm-hmm. then some of our students will do some physical activity to get our whole bodies warmed up. And then we have some more students who are assigned to getting settled and centered in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we look up good news from local, regional, and national news. So we're not just bombarded with negativity, but we can start on a positive note. And then we go into our class issues, um, what mm-hmm. needs to be addressed, what's working well, um, and also complimationates, um, which is a word that will never go away now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that word means. So for our listeners, can you just tell us? I don't even know exactly what you said. My ear was like, what is that? complimenting our peers um, and appreciating them as well. So that has fused, I think that was like three years ago to one of our previous students, um, complimationates. Complimationates. <laughs> yeah. And so that's just where you give a really authentic and specific compliment to somebody. It's not about what they look like, but maybe something that they've done that has felt good to you mm-hmm. um, or that you've seen them do to other people that was really awesome. Um, and it's just a really nice way to slow down and think about all of your peers, even if not even the ones that aren't like your best close friends, mm-hmm. which I think is really important for middle school. So what I hear is defining spaces, defining roles, Yeah, that all of those pieces help things move um, in a rhythm that is successful yeah. for you guys. Exactly. Which takes me into the next portion of organization, which is my lesson planning. Um, oh. I have a really... I've developed a really nice rhythm for all of my lessons where on a weekly basis, I'll meet with each of my grades three times per week. Mm -hmm. One of our classes will be dedicated to doing something hands-on. So it might be a dissection if we're learning about the body systems, or it might Mm -hmm. be a maker's challenge where I give them a storyline and they have to create a car to get our little toy soldier from one place to the other (laughs) side of the room without touching it, you know? Uh Um, So it really gets that engineering side of their brain moving. Um, So that's one day and then another day, of really interactive lessons to learn the content. Um, I love organization so much. It's a full day dedicated (laughs) to our notebooks. Uh Um, And so we're learning how to take notes. Um, I always try and go back over those notes with them, what to highlight, how to keep those notes organized in a way that they can actually use them. So it's not just like a sketch pad of gray Mm -hmm. pencil, Mm -hmm. um, which is really nice. And that's one of the comments every year on our class surveys is we take so many notes. But I love it. It's so organized. <laughs> so my, um, to just reiterate those three. So one of them is kind of, is a note-taking content day. One of them is an experiential day. And what was the third? And then the third one is where we get to jump into, um, sometimes it's more hands-on lessons. Sometimes it's a li- little bit of additional notes. Or it's the, those assessments or paper returns. So mm-hmm. my kids always know they'll get their papers back on Fridays. Um, mm-hmm. So that gives me time to make sure I have them graded Mm -hmm. um, and organized. I can return them every week, so I don't have a growing stack of papers on my desk that I need to return. I'm thinking of our students with learning differences and just wondering, I can imagine for students who are struggling with executive function or that some of that patterning is really supportive to them in knowing what is coming. Yeah. Science is my favorite subject, obviously, but <laughs> but I hear that too, and I, I wonder how much of it is actually the content and how much of it is actually like the container that they're being held in. Yeah, because um, we get we get out of it all the time, but it's really nice to have a place to come back home to. Yeah, um, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, moving past uh, the the physical world that we are lucky enough to be back in class 
um, when we're virtual. And even for my current assignments, our mm -hmm. Google Classrooms are set up in such an organized way across <laughs> the entire intermediate school that um, every kid can go to any class and it's the exact same setup. So we have work for this week and then we have previous work. So they mm -hmm. can see, they can search through past lessons, past homework assignments. All of our, all of our work is labeled in a way where it's got the type of assignment so it's either homework or classwork or a lesson the date that we're using it in class and then the topic of it mm. um so if you missed a day because you were absent you can go find the day that you missed um it just occurs to me that it's so great to kind of train students on a system and then what's awesome about that is they have the power once they've kind of decoded that system to access the knowledge that they use yeah so it helps them really move independently and I know it sounds like um, that that standardization is across all of the teachers, right? Yes, yeah, which has been intermediate. really helpful for our kids because mm -hmm. um, every teacher teaches in a different way, you mm -hmm. know, and instead of this way, we all have the homework assignment written on the board. It's now just kept in one online folder that our kids can always access, mm -hmm. um, which has been really beneficial. It's a lot harder to be like, I don't know what the assignment exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of those yeah. like moments that happen many times. Like I Never don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I imagine the excuses get a lot more oh, um, so creative. creative. <laughs> yeah, more creative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, in regard to systems and folders, I know teachers are always looking for tricks, and you mentioned yes. <laughs> a few tricks. And could you share those with us? Yeah. So, one, this you know, this pandemic has really forced teachers to get involved with their computers a lot more. <laughs> and we were so inundated with so many resources at the end of last year because everyone was like, try this free thing, do this. Yeah. And it's so, so wonderful because there's so much out there. But at the end of the day, it's really hard to stay organized. Yeah. Um, so I found two tricks that have really saved my whole sanity. Yeah. <laughs> um, one um, in Google Drive, because that's what we we use at our at Odyssey. Um, but within Google Drive, you can actually color code code your folders and, and your different assignments. Um, so I can click quickly go to Google Drive and see, okay, I know that life science is green, so I'm gonna double click on it and I can mm -hmm. find all of the stuff that I've ever taught in life science. Wow. Um, it just makes it more aesthetically pleasing too. So it's not <laughs> just like this uh, bad place to go to so it's prettier <laughs> and exactly. faster exactly <laughs> and then the real trick that I want everyone to know about is um the idea of using folders in your taskbar mm -hmm. um I I found this out in maybe September of this year and now I have two folders in my taskbar so I don't have to click through things I don't have to remember the <laughs> names of our IS agenda meeting notes like yeah. I just know where it is I can put anything that I use on a really regular basis in a folder yeah so instead of being limited to what is it like six or seven files that you can put in there I can mm -hmm. fill all of my school stuff in one folder um, so I've got our schedules I've got links that go directly to our Google Classroom classwork section so I can nice. quickly add in assignments or 
click on the Google Meet or whatever, all in one spot. And then I have another folder for full of teacher games and resources, um, anything like I've got, sometimes I'll play categories as like a fun warm up <laughs> brain game yeah. in class. And it's, I've got a little category link and it's just so easy. Um, and I'm really thrilled because <laughs> walking around campus after I gave this best practice, I had two or three teachers reach out to me and they're like, I'm organizing my task bar right now. <laughs> and it was such relief for so many people. Um, so everyone should do it. <laughs> That's great. And it makes me wonder if maybe we should put some instructions in our liner notes, yeah. just two or three instructions. So Absolutely. if you want to organize your task bar, here is the way to it's do it. <laughs> I have to admit, I haven't gotten to it yet. But as you're talking about it again, I'm like, oh, I need to devote yeah. some time. I to see organizing. how many tabs you have open. It will help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally called yeah. out there. <laughs> Sorry. With love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to share with us about getting organized? I don't think I mentioned this yet, but I also have a snack drawer that uh, <laughs> is split up with, with candy and like save my day treats nice. and some uh, nice nutritious food too. So that is one of the things that needed a place is just <laughs> in case. Because then I had little things spread out all over my room. I was like, this needs to be condensed. But don't tell my students. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we can say thank you so much for coming to spend time with us on Best Practices today. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. This has been Best Practices in Education, an Odyssey School podcast. It was recorded here in our music studio in Asheville, North Carolina at Odyssey School engineered by our music director, River Gargarian, and the original theme music was created by the Misfits of Cragberry, an Odyssey student band. Let's fly away in a cloud.